0: This is the Executive Women's Day podcast brought to you by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina. Blue Cross NC is proud to bring you a deeper dive into the content and conversations from this year's event at the SAS Championship featuring what's next for women in business.
1: And I think we all have this constantly circulating record that says, You know, you're not doing enough, you're not being enough, other people are doing better than you, you know, you're not checking enough boxes. And, you know, truthfully, if you had a friend that talked to you like that all the time, you would kick them to the curb. But we have this voice in our own heads all the time that for some reason, not only do we tolerate, but we actually embrace as the boss.
0: Welcome to the Executive Women's Day podcast brought to you by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina. We are on site at the SAS Championship Executive Women's Day event, where leaders of today and tomorrow have gathered to engage in meaningful dialogue, share insights on business perspectives, best practices, and the inclusion and empowerment of women in the workplace. I'm Jackie Ferguson, co-founder of the Diversity Movement and host of the Diversity Beyond the Checkbox podcast. And with me today is Dr. Debbie Granick, therapist and doctorally prepared psychiatric nurse practitioner who teaches part-time at local universities. Welcome, Dr. Granick.
1: Thank you. Happy to be here. Yeah, of course.
0: So your power presentation was so great on mental health and restoring well-being. Why should we all prioritize mental wellness? Hmm.
1: Great question. I think because everything starts literally at the top right? If we're not feeling good, not only can we not take care of ourselves, but we can't take care of other people. Yeah. Um, you know, when I'm working with a client and we're trying to figure out what to do about an issue, I say, well, how much is that issue affecting or impairing your life? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is a lot, that's how we know, you know, we'd really need to, to act. Right. That's so right. I think with mental health, that's the question is when we get to where we're so tired, we're so overwhelmed, we're so anxious or worried or sad mm-hmm. that we're not able to work towards our goals in life, love the people that we want in life, get love, um you know, just feel good and and optimistic and looking toward the future. that's our sign that we need to take care of something a little bit better, I think you know absolutely,
0: you know, I think too, we're so adept at thinking about our our physical body, right? And taking care of that Mm -hmm. and not being afraid to say, I need to go see a doctor, you know, I I need some help. But we're a little bit shy about, uh, you know, getting that same help for our mental wellness. And it's so important, especially, you know, amidst this pandemic. How have you seen the shift, right? Pre-pandemic and now in how we're thinking about mental wellness, and um, you know what you've seen in the in the shift.
1: Yeah, a couple of things. And and to your point, I think we are much more comfortable saying I have diabetes mm-hmm. than my daughter told me she hated me today. Mm-hmm. You know, like or you know I'm going to the doctor because I'm having heart palpitations mm-hmm. versus I need to go see a therapist because I'm so worried about my health I can't leave the house. Mm-hmm. And so there's just a real difference in what's stigmatized and what's not. Um, so I think a shift I've seen is that, you know, we talked about not being able to pour from an empty cup. And Mm -hmm. I think what we saw during the pandemic is that many of the things that restored our well being were not available to us. People couldn't go out, you know, and get drinks with a friend. They couldn't go out to eat. They couldn't go get a manicure. And so people were like, Oh, like, You know, there's, there's no way to refill the cup. And at the same time, there was so much more energy being sucked out of us, so Mm -hmm. much more multitasking and this normal separation of home and office even went away. Right. Absolutely. So, um, I think it just became more critical to -hmm. kind of relook at mental health and that balance. I think another shift too, is that because everyone was so anxious for so long People forgot to lean on each other. We were also Mm. worried about our own safety and security that we forgot to care for each other. Mm. And we're paying the price a little bit for that right now because so many of us are just unstable, unhappy, right? So I think it's really important to remember to turn back around and say, hey, I need to reach out to my neighbors. I need to reach out to my friends. I need to reach out to the people I don't know and Mm -hmm. be compassionate and caring as a way for me also to start feeling better,
0: not just to help care for my community. Absolutely. And talk to us a little about some of the tips that you recommend for us to care for our mental wellness and mental well being.
1: Well, I talked about three aspects of caring for your mental well being. The first one is aligning your values and your life. And I talked about if I were to ask you, what are three things that are really important to you? Mm -hmm. And then I were to say, okay, how present are those in your day to day life? Mm -hmm. The disconnect between those two answers is where stress really likes to fill in. So when I'm working with a client and she says, I love to work out, I love being part of this church, Mm -hmm. I love hanging out with my mom and dad, and I say, great, when's the last time you did those things? And she says, well, I haven't. The gym's been closed, my mom Mm -hmm. and dad are in isolation, there's no services, whatever. It doesn't surprise me then when she's feeling dysregulated or anxious or irritable. So I talked about um with one step at a time, just a little one piece of trying to align your values with the life that you're living, what can you do? You know, if you if you take a moment and kind of write down what's important to me and ask yourself, hey, what do I need to do to work that in yeah. a little bit better today or this week? Absolutely, absolutely. So we talked about that. We also talked about balance. In my practice, I'm seeing people just so unmotivated and lacking of energy. And when we talk about where that's coming from, it's coming from a lack of balance in myriad areas of their life. Mm -hmm. It might be a lack of balance between work and home, between expectations and reality, Mm -hmm. between, you know, time for themselves or time for other people. But things are just overall feeling not balanced. Mm-hmm. And when we don't feel balanced, we don't have this foundation to, to move forward and to, to get ourselves together, basically.
0: Yeah, that's
1: right. So that, too, is kind of asking ourselves, what are you doing to, to pull that balance back for you? And there, too, I, I often really say, hey, look, look at helping other people as well. Don't just circle the wagons. I got together with a group of girlfriends a few, it's actually been a few months. And we made these bags. We called them kindness bags. You've probably seen them given out before. Um, when you're asked for a dollar at a corner and you hand someone a dollar, it's great. Lasts for a minute. You feel good about yourself. You yeah. hope you're helping someone. But we made these bags that we put a, um, socks and mm-hmm. a couple of masks, a few granola bars, some water. And really, I thought the best part was a note that just said, you know, I care about you. And we all felt so good giving these out. So it might just be something small that you carry in your car to give someone, buying a Starbucks for Mm -hmm. someone in line, um, intentionally holding the door open for a, you know, an older person or a mom with a kid on her hip and just taking note of saying, hey, I'm trying to kind of balance out my care for myself, my care for other people and do things that make me feel good about myself
0: that is so important because very often when i'm having these conversations with people and we're talking about mental wellness mm-hmm. it's very inward focused mm-hmm. but i'm hearing you talk about caring for others mm-hmm. as part of your mental wellness yes and i've i've not heard that before yes. so let's dig into that just a little bit why why is that an important part of the equation i think we feel
1: good when we do things that bring us closer to the person we want to be.
0: Mm.
1: And I do think it feels nice to have your nails done or get a massage. Yeah. It, it makes your your body feel good. Mm-hmm. But when you do something that makes you feel good about who you are, mm-hmm. it makes your soul feel good. And that just lasts a little bit longer. Yeah. And it also makes the other person feel good. And you see pleasure in their eyes, yeah. you know, And um, and sometimes you experience it vicariously too. Like, I've bought coffee for someone in front of a child, and then that child's like, oh, mommy, that was so nice, mm-hmm. right? So you've done something that made you feel good, you've modeled something for a child, yeah. you've made someone's day. I just think that to me is the ultimate self-care, is, yeah. to, is to really care for the, the community also.
0: We're going to take a quick pause for a message from our sponsor. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina knows that a healthy community is an inclusive community. And that's why we are proud to support women as they strive for equity in every facet of life.
1: Hi, I'm Suzanne Jessica. Uh, I'm the owner of a company called MRN Web Designs, and we do custom website development and internet marketing for small to medium-sized businesses and nonprofits. I'm at a table with women who work for an engineering architecture company, and so to hear some of the struggles and um, accomplishments that they do and have done within those companies are, are very interesting, and just hearing other experiences from companies that are bigger than mine, and then just what's going on in the industry as well, and how companies are really adapting to the, you know, the current culture. I mean, honestly, I'm just I'm really glad that I was able to come to the to this event. Um, I think it's great, and not really having known anything about it, I kind of uh, went out on a limb, and I it just. Seemed like it would be interesting. And I'm, I'm very
0: glad that I have attended. And now back to the Executive Women's Day podcast. What are some of the common reasons that leaders are coming to you for help, Dr. Granick? I think burnout, mm. overwhelm, and
1: a constant negative voice in their head telling them they're not doing enough. Mm. Um, that third aspect of trying to build our, our mental health and restore our our mental well-being and energy is that self-compassion. Mm-hmm. And I think we all have this constantly circulating record that says, you know, you're not doing enough, you're not being enough, mm-hmm. other people are doing better than you, you know, you're not checking enough boxes. Yeah. And, you know, truthfully, if you had a friend that talked to you like that all the time, you would kick them to the curb. That's right. But we have this voice in our own heads all the time that for some reason, not only do we tolerate, but we actually embrace as the boss yeah. and say like, oh yeah, you're really, you're really right. I, That's right. you know, I need to do what you say. Mm-hmm. So I think there's just a universal sense of failure mm-hmm. of how people have handled things over the last couple of years yeah. um, that is contributing now to just anxiety
0: and, and low mood and, that makes sense. Yeah. And then how do we, you know, quiet that voice in our head, right? What are your tips for that? Shh. <laughs> Be quiet. Um,
1: a couple. Yeah. One is to take it out of the closet, right, to share mm-hmm. that voice, to go out for lunch with a friend and say, I am giving myself the hardest time about blank, 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 because if I say that, you will probably say, Either yeah, me too,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, or I think you're actually doing okay. Or hey, give yourself a break. You know, right. you've you've had all this loss over the last couple years. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I think being a little bit vulnerable allows other people to help us and allows us to maybe incorporate how other people see us a little bit more into how we see ourselves.
0: Yeah.
1: So I think that's a big one. Again, turning outwards to kind of be that person we want to be and and care for the people around us. I've helped women create mantras, things that they Mm -hmm. read or put around them in their room that remind them of their goals, their values. Not so much go kick ass girl, because I think it's not so much that, Mm -hmm. but more like you can do it all, but not all at once. Mm -hmm. Be patient with yourself. You are enough, you know, things like that. So mantras, songs, And then, you know, another one that I try and incorporate too is just being really intentional about small moments that we can take to feel good, whether that's turning on dance music for a few minutes or just intentionally hugging a kid and like being really present with that hug, hugging a dog, you know, calling someone instead of texting them and saying happy birthday and just really intentionally making those connections that um, can restore our our sense of well-being.
0: That's such great advice. And intentional throughout these conversations Mm -hmm. and these podcasts have been a theme. So, you know, I think it's so important no matter what we're doing to be intentional, to be intentional about how we're interacting in our profession, how we're taking care of ourselves, how we're taking care of others. So, I I love that. I love that. Well,
1: I think a lot of the fatigue that we've experienced is that so much of the last couple of years has not been intentional, it's been reactive. Yes Every day, rules changed of where you could work. And Mm -hmm. if you had to wear a mask or no mask, how close you could be to people, you know, what were the, so I feel like taking back a little bit more intentionality Mm -hmm. is soothing to us and calming in a way. Absolutely.
0: So how can we identify mental health challenges on our teams? What do we need to be looking for And then how can you support members of your team with their um, emotional well-being and mental well-being? You know, how do Mm -hmm. we do that? Two things, I think.
1: Mm -hmm. Creating a culture in which talking about mental health is okay. And -hmm. not even just okay, but a part of the team culture. That you have, you know, full disclosure lunches on Thursdays Mm -hmm. or something like kind of fun and festive Mm -hmm. where people are talking about their mood or how they're doing. Um, you know, you can't have, you have to be careful that everyone doesn't emotionally unload of course, yeah. but you know, to have lunches or, or times together where it's okay to talk a little bit about mm-hmm. what's going on and, you know, maybe to help do some mutual problem solving. Yeah. So that's, you know, I think just creating that culture. I also think we just have to ask mm-hmm. individually, warmly, genuinely, and authentically, mm-hmm. are you doing okay? I see you here you look like you're doing fine, makeup's on, hair is brushed, you're getting your projects done. But how are things at home? Yeah. How are you feeling about yourself? How are you feeling about your future? Are your kids okay? Just taking those couple minutes to
0: really ask that question. Mm-hmm. That's so important because, you know, very often we bring our work persona, right? Mm-hmm. To the office or the virtual office. And that includes, right? Hair done, makeup's on, smile on your face. But what's happening right at home, or what's happening in your personal life, or what's happening under this this box, right of the the what we see? I just think that's so important, and now we're starting to recognize that there's more right to a person and their experience and their life than just that work persona. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's so important,
1: and that sometimes just asking the question and allowing that moment of connection is what someone needs to feel so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes people are afraid. They don't want to be someone's therapist or they don't feel competent being someone's therapist, mm-hmm. right? So I don't think you have to have a response to what someone says. It's not on any of us to solve each other's problems, mm-hmm. but maybe just to have that responsibility to say, that does sound hard. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry that's going on. I'm here for you if you need it. Um, you're not alone. Yeah,
0: I love that. That's something that all of us can do, right? But we're we don't, right? We're too busy or we're afraid or but it's it's very easy to take just a few minutes and slow down, right, with someone who may need it because you know, just having that short conversation can make such a big difference. Right. Fantastic. Dr. Granick, the theme of today's event is next leadership today and tomorrow. Twelve months from now at next year's event what do you think will have changed in the realm of mental wellness? Well, I know what I would love to see changed <laughs> in that Let's realm. About it.
1: I would love to see a little bit more self-compassion and, and patience with ourselves. Mm-hmm. One thing I was thinking about with that, which I didn't get a chance to say today, is when I was showing the picture of my dirty laundry in the, in the laundry basket, for <laughs> example, and that negative voice says, ugh, you know, you can't even get the laundry done, you're too yeah. tired, whatever. And I remind myself to say, I chose not to do the laundry because I really value family dinner and that was available to me last night and I took it, right? Wow. So much less insulting and degrading, Mm -hmm. right? Those dishes are in the sink. They're in the sink because it was important to me to finish a project for work so other people didn't have to wait for me. It's such a more empowering way to kind of talk to ourselves. Absolutely. So I hope that we'll have more conversations about extending empathy and self-compassion and patience to ourselves i hope that we will return um to more comfort and confidence reaching out to our neighbors just to help and support each other i you know we all know that we've seen signs go up on lawns around us that have shocked us and we're like what that Mm -hmm. person lives there or whatever i can't be i can't be their friend whatever lots of division and I hope we can come back to finding some some common ground yeah. because of the mental health sphere. One thing I see in my practice is we are really very much the same, mm. you know, regardless of how you vote and who you protest or what you go to a rally for. We all walk into those mental health offices or those physician offices with yeah. the same human issues. That's right. So I just really hope we can find that level to reconnect.
0: Absolutely. Common ground is, is so important because- Ultimately, we all want the same things, mm-hmm. right? And we all need the same things. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's important to remember that. And I hope that we do get back to that as well. Me too. Yeah. Dr. Granick, where can listeners go to connect with you?
1: Uh, thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. I, I work part-time at a community mental health service um, that's called Monarch. serves lower-income, uninsured people in the Raleigh area. But I also have a side uh, private practice, right, mm-hmm provide counseling and consultation with individuals. I do uh, speaking and presentations with groups Mm -hmm. and I run um, some small group classes. The easiest way to find me is on my website, which is debbiegranick.com or my email is just debbie at
0: debbiegranick.com. Wonderful. Dr. Granick, thank you so much for spending some time to having this conversation. I've heard some new things, some great tips. And I appreciate your time. Thank you very much for having yeah, me. Of course. Thank you for listening to the Executive Women's Day podcast brought to you by Blue Cross and Blue Shield of North Carolina. If you like this show, be sure to rate, review, subscribe, and share. And for more on Executive Women's Day, visit saschampionship.com and find them under special events. This podcast is a production of EarFluence. If you're interested in creating podcast content from your live event, visit EarFluence.com. I'm your host, Jackie Ferguson, and thank you for listening to this Executive Women's Day podcast.